guys, welcome back to the Final Shot Podcast. Today the podcast is brought to you by Onnit. If you're not on it, get on it at onnit.com forward slash TFS podcast and save 10%. Get yourself some Shroom Tech Sport. Where the fuck is my Shroom Tech, Derek? Shroom Tech. Shroom Tech is here. Get yourself some Shroom Tech Sport. Get yourself some Alpha Brain. Get yourself New Mood, Elk Bars. The fuck else do they got over there, D? We got kettlebells. We got swinging maces. We got a brand new clothing line. Uh, I just got the email the other day. Um, we're launching some uh, new products. They got this um, new creatine. Creatine, am I saying that right? Creatine? Oh, cre- yeah, what's the word we're looking? It was one sample they didn't send us. Creatine yeah. monohydrate. That's the one we're looking we, they for. They did send it to oh, us. Oh, did Okay. There was, there's one they didn't send us, but uh, we're getting on it. I'm talking to our rep right now. Um, and a big shout-out to On It for sponsoring the podcast the last few uh, months now. Um, uh, we just got some new shirt, shirts coming in. Um, I got an On It shirt on today. On, actually, yeah, mine came in. Um, and I realized that I'm clearly not a medium anymore. So uh, <laughs> I might have to make a new order. So keep on going. What else we got? Um, well, guys, we're also brought to you, as always, by all the weed companies. Sovereign Extracts. These guys hooked me up with my CBD pens. Wow. Sovereign Extracts. Hit them up on the Instagrams, at Sovereign Extracts. We've got Buds and Leaves, as usual. Get the CBD pills. CBD heals, guys. CBD heals everything except for, I don't know, maybe Ugl- Ugliness. Yeah, yeah. Ugliness, there's herpes. Herpes. Yeah, I can't do anything with And, that. as always, Smile Spray. Smile V-Liquid. Go check them out on Instagram. Got Buds and Leaves and Smile Spray are not up and running yet because of the goddamn government. Registration, yeah, right. But I will tell you guys 100% when they're back up in full effect. But we're going to keep supporting them on the podcast because uh, my man Blake over at... Uh, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take some CBD right now. Loosen you right up. It's about to get weird in here, folks. But my boy Blake McVitie over at Smile Spray... Uh, he's a solid dude. I like to support Canadian companies, and Blake's—he's j- a fucking cool motherfucker. So we're good gonna to know. we're gonna keep supporting him. And, and that's a Smile Spray. What's the URL on that? SmileCanada.com. Smile what? What's the URL? What's how do we how do we access the Smile? Uh, SmileVLiquid.com. That's what it is. You think after adding the graphics all these months, I would remember. You know who else I'm gonna shout out today? And I'm going to make the announcement today, but I don't have the gloves yet. But USG Canada. Right. Those are those gloves you're showing me. You showed me some graphics. I can't. Yes. And then, um, yeah, tell me a little bit about them. So USG Canada, uh, they're actually going to be the official gloves of the Final Shot podcast. They're also the official gloves of Cody the Crippler Crowley, the CPBC International Champion. They are the gloves of Gary Hocus Pocus Copus. And, who, who, uh, who we just happened to run into at the Golden Gloves event yeah. in Saskatoon. Right, right. So USG Canada, their website is in the middle of being built. But shout out to my boy Howie over in Toronto, who is the owner of USG. And the website has more than just gloves, from my understanding. We were talking. They they do everything. They do everything from gloves to fucking boxing shoes to athletic apparel, everything. Good. Check them out. I definitely will be. All right, so you guys have heard a second voice on here today, but he's not on camera. He's a little camera shy. It's the Angry Ginger. Yes. The Uh, producer of Soulless Productions, all the... All those videos that you guys see me on on Instagram. I make those. The podcast videos. Derek does all that work behind the scenes. Kind of. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on, Tanner. I was kind of avoiding uh, getting onto the podcast. 
but it's nice to kind of touch base with everybody and go over some of the fight stuff. I always wanted kind of opportunity to play off some of you because I think a lot of our best conversations, a lot of the stuff we talk about is unfortunately never captured. And I wanted to kind of catch our vibe, catch some of the stuff that's going on and maybe go back and forth and maybe uh, fill each other in where in our holes. So uh, let's go. Let's do this. A lot of our best conversations are about dicks. Dicks. Yeah. And balding (laughs) myself and uh, everything else being a lackluster skinny fat, uh, pubes, foreskin, you know, all the stuff that really kind of happens at a, in the locker room at the boxing school. So first, before we get into any of the fights that happened on the weekend, December 8th in Swift Current, Saskatchewan, we will be hosting the Provincial Boxing Tournament here. Um, our club, Counterpunch Boxing, uh, SCFC, is going to be hosting And you've it. been coaching some of the local fighters at Correct, the school. Yes. and Yeah, and uh, more importantly, I guess close to your heart is your... My nephew. Your nephew, uh, who will be in his second fight. Um, for a provincial title. Which is amazing, yeah, for a kid that has less than seven months boxing. He's been training under you uh, full-time, and from just from talking to him and seeing him at the, seeing him at the school, um, totally changed his diet. He's there every day. Um, just uh, And he's got a, a wicked punch. He's been actually, uh, you've been doing these side bets that kind of make me laugh. Um, uh, I, um, these side bets, if he takes off one of their senior boxers with a body shot, you can have, I believe it's a teen burger or uh, double teen burger yeah, from A&W's from yeah. favorite. Um, and you know, oddly enough, he's been pulling it off, um, and his reward. So I think it's funny. I think it's going great, but that is, uh, this weekend, uh, the provincial championships in, in, in town here in swift current. Um, you put a little, a lot of effort in there. You'll be cornering. I'll be cornering, and I'll also be doing the ring announcing. The ring announcing. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I can't cuss. Them, I know. So I was going to, how is that going to work? Because this will be on a local cable television, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, you have experience doing, so that's kind of very cool. It'll uh, be fun. I think it'll be a good night. Um, it's going to be a different crowd than what I'm used to. I'm used to going to the KO Pro level events, where, right. Where the people show up in suits and ties. Right, and, right. I've been to a few events with your, uh, with you and regards. To, this will definitely be a little in terms of what you're used to. Yeah, it'd be a bunch of drunk fucking rig pigs. Rig pigs over drinking and uh, looking for blood on a bunch of twelve year old uh, yeah, amateur not, fighter. Not nice. But uh, do your best, and you know it'll be fun, fun for you. Um, uh, good luck to all everybody that'll be competing at the and uh, and uh, you have are donating a pair of gloves, I believe, and some swag, some gloves. That's yeah. thanks to the final shot podcast again for supporting local events little plug from our for, for ourselves that'd be cool so a new student will be getting a pair of gloves i believe they're from one of our former sponsors dakota dakota fight gear dakota yeah. fight gear right right so we got a pair of dakota fight gear gloves we got some hats some some shirts we'll be giving away so that's kind of cool really kind of get involved in the amateur levels so, you know not only are you doing the bigger events you're actually kind of supporting boxing on all levels from coaching to announcing really kind of taking your brand to the next level yeah, I'll tell you, amateur boxing pisses me off. It's not fun for you? or I don't fucking like it. You don't like it as in terms of disorganized, not your type of thing? I enjoy that people get to go out and compete, but some of the people that put on these events are fucking idiots. Right, right. Like they're just shittily put together. Yeah. And uh, There's uh, nothing, nothing you can do about it. Fuck all I can do. Like, what am I going to do? I understand. I get that. But I guess it's something's better than nothing at this point. I just... I, we're we're dealing in what would be called a, a gentleman's sport, 
quote unquote. Right. But there is females involved, so I don't know what the the correct thing Zims to say is. But like, when you when the this sport is one of the greatest sports on the planet, and I think that on all levels it should be presented with the utmost respect. You feel they're disrespecting the sport at the amateur level? A you... lot, a lot of the amateur stuff it, it disrespects the sport when it goes to the money. That's in. like amateur boxing is fucking rich. You've had a, like a hard on for that for a long time. Just talking to you, yeah. In my, I, don't, I, I think that these guys, the the amateur guys that are, are representing our country and all that, and that kind of stuff on our on our national team that's going to be competing to go to the Olympics. I think that they should be subsidized more than a thousand dollars a month. Right, and the, yeah. And that's the same problem they have with college sports too, at the basketball levels. But more importantly, like in the amateur ranks, they're just not getting subsidized at all. There's no money. Like they got to go work a full time job. Where like these guys, the amateur guys don't fight. Like they fight more often than pros. Right. Ryan Caldwell's had fucking right, that's eight who goddamn I to fights this year. Right. Like, and not getting pennies on the dollar. Nothing. He's got to work. Yeah. Yeah, I see that sometimes it's supposed to be... Sl- and then the fucking Canadian national team kicks him off because like he's he's still a part of it, but he's not subsidized now, so right. he can't stay in Montreal and get his training. It's fucking stupid. Right. But anyway, let's get off this. Okay. We had a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of important fights that happened on the weekend. We'll start off with uh, Dario Berdisian versus Shaquille Fitt. Definitely a podcast favorite. Um, we will be posting clips of the fight. Um, I was excited about it. Not so much. I love Dario's segments. Always been fun. Um, personally, favorite. Love to edit them. I love his personality. He's guys a showboater. Hilarious on on social media, and just a media darling. And then I didn't. Re- I was just naturally favorite. And then when he brought on his competition, Shaq, on the podcast two three weeks ago, I gotta tell you, Tanner, that guy really won me over. I like this guy has a good story. Um, but I'm I'm biased as fuck. I met Dario first. Yeah. So um, I didn't, and I've seen his fights before. So I was super excited about this fight. I know it was on the undercard of the Adonis Stevenson fight, which we'll get to the main event. Um, what did you think, or what, what do you have to say? I watched the fight on uh, Anthony Chiapetta's live stream from the fight itself. So shout out to to Anthony Chiapetta. Go follow him on Instagram at fish underscore karma. But um, it, listen, Anthony, I really appreciate it because. None of us could find the fucking fight. Yeah, we, yeah. None of us. So you were a lifesaver for me. I got to watch the fight. I thought the fight was it was a great fight. Yeah. Um. Now Manny Montreal posted her right. that he thought Shaq got robbed. I thought Dario got robbed. And and that's the beauty of boxing, you know. And uh, we'll sit here and argue until we're blue in the face. Um. There was an interesting uh, social media post that I saw that this does uh um what's the word. Justify a rematch. 100%. Right. Okay. And I did see them hugging and embracing each other in another social media post. Actually, yeah. Dario's. Um, Dario was wearing big big glasses and, a, and an old fisherman's hat. I don't <laughs> know if his face got busted up or not, um, but um, I, it was really fun. I'm glad to see those guys got at it. I don't know. What do you what do you hope to see next? Or immediate rematch? Or? I think they should just run it back right okay. now. But. I was talking to Anthony Chiapetta last night a little bit after the fight. He said Dario was upset. And, hey, I get it. But when you go home at the end of the day, Dario, you should be proud of yourself. Okay. Because you just stepped into the ring with your toughest competition. I thought you won. The judges didn't. So what? You didn't get a belt. It's not going to hold up your fucking pants. You worried about his record? No. 
like having that mark on his record. No, I like it. Okay. Listen, I see Shaq's record and he's got two losses on it. I like that. You referenced that in the podcast, last podcast, saying like that, that it's a motivational. They know what it's like to lose. lose. Do you want to feel that again? No, no. definitely not. Right. So we're now we're going to go out and fight harder. I prefer it. Okay. Guys have lost. They know what it's like. So you get a world champion. 40, 40 and 0 with 39 knockouts like Deontay Wilder. What's going to happen when he loses? He'll, another round of Ronda Rousey case. You, know. you got Tyson Fury, 27-0 and 0 or whatever the fuck he is. What's going to happen when he loses? I'm scared about that one more, so I think he's a little more fragile. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, if uh, not saying that these guys didn't lose in amateurs. Right. I know Deontay Wilder won a bronze medal in the Olympics, so he would have had to have lost along that way somewhere. So he knows what it's like to lose, but not on this level. Not with 50,000 people in an arena. Right. Like, did you see that show that Quebec put on last night, Group Yvon Michel? That fucking place was huge. Yeah, I've seen definitely a resurgence of boxing on all levels. Like, It's great. And do you think that's because uh the internet, the character building, or do you just think that the, um, people I, are tired of the UFC or MMA? I don't think that boxing ever went anywhere. But I think that the UFC made such a giant splash in combat sports that it, it, we've always had the fans in boxing. Like, I hated boxing for a really long time. Okay. Because it was fucking boring. Thank sure. you, Vladimir Klitschko. Okay. Ten years of that. I didn't shit. like it. Like, it's boring. Okay. There was no talking. Like, I enjoyed the shit talk. I liked the story. Right, and you felt the stories weren't like the you felt the stories weren't getting. Nobody was telling the, the stories. Story. Like I don't know who these guys are. Just two Russian dudes that I can't pronounce their names, or two dudes I don't know who they are. No idea. And right, and you felt Klitschko style was just not Boy, entertaining. I'd fucking fall asleep. Right. What are we gonna do? Jab. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Ten years Fuck. of that. I thought, which was you know, I when I really kind of saw the research for myself personally was when. Shannon Briggs started poking his head around, and I saw that video. Love with, the cannon. Right. He's 109. I don't think he should fight again. <laughs> he did get busted for steroids recently. Hey, good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> but he, he brought he brought a fire in. I, he thought it was entertaining for me. I saw him on the, the on a couple podcasts myself, and I just thought, you know, this guy's a character. Yeah. He's old. He can't fight anymore, can he? Oh, yeah. He can, he can still fight. He's yeah. huge, man. Yeah. He hits you, it's fucking trouble. But there's the problem with Shannon Briggs. We can only hear you scream, let's go champ, champ so, so many, many times. times. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, it gets fucking boring. Okay. Well, especially when we've got guys like Tyson Fury. Right. Who is a, an amazing talker. Right. I think his story is, is, is amazing. He's but, got an amazing story. Right. I just It gives everybody hope to get that fat and bloated you see those everybody's seen those pictures when he was fat just, just huge man he's 400 pounds and then and totally admits just to falling off the rails um there's a great story he no was, he fell into rails <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and then uh there's stories of him driving his cars at hyper speeds and yeah. hearing voice before he kills himself crazy and then not only and then um going the, the story I, he was telling you was at a halloween party and when everything changed your life he's like getting all drunk and he looks around and everybody's half his age. Yeah. And he's like, what am I doing? What are you, what are you he, doing, Tyson? He goes home and his wife is like, it's like, whatever, 1030 at night. What are you doing home? He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. Yeah. And his wife said, you know what? I've heard this a hundred times before. He goes, no, 
it's happening. It's really yeah. doing it. Yeah, she goes. Well, shout out to his wife because he was fucking, fucking every hooker and, and doing all the blow. Like, now she's yeah, yeah, do yeah, yeah. You got fucking five <laughs> kids and one on the way, or four kids and one on the way. Like, <laughs> shit, <laughs> she's hung around. Either she's really smart or really stupid. I don't know which one it is, but um, God bless her soul. Good for her. <laughs> yes, proud of you. Um, hey. on that same card, what do you think of the Adonis Stevenson fight? Our Canadian. Ugh. Listen. I was never an Adonis Stevenson fan until his last fight in Toronto. Okay. And he shipped in a bunch of handicapped kids. Yeah. From Montreal, got them the limousines and the hotel rooms, paid for their whole... I didn't know that about him. I just thought he was a cocky fuck. I always thought you had a love for Canadian fighters in general, no matter who they were. I do usually, but... Listen, I don't think that of him anymore. Okay. I think he's a fantastic human being. Um, the fight itself was going good. And, and it was, uh, what was he? Ukrainian guy. Yes. Uh, Vasily, Vasily Lomachenko is one of his guys okay. from that gym. Uh, they call him the nail. The nail. Yeah. I, I don't know his name. I don't want to, I don't even <laughs> want to try to say it because it's fucking hard, but, uh, he's a tough dude. And we, we were talking about a 41 year old, Adonis Stevenson going in to fight a hungry young kid. Right. And uh, he got caught in the 11th round and got put down. And they uh, they had to carry him out of the fucking arena. Oh, yeah? I w- yeah. I, yeah. He went to the hospital. He was so confused. He didn't know what happened. This brings up a whole huge area of topic that, you know. Um, in terms it's, a, of- it's a tough business. Now, I'll tell everybody. Everybody's going to already know. Donna Stevenson is in a coma. Okay. Um, you personally have two incidents on my memory of people falling into. I mean, uh, like yeah, I have a very bad the, track record with this kind of stuff. stuff. And and what's what do you see or what what's your answers instead of complaining about it? Can we give any solutions to it? Uh, realistically, with the Adonis Stevenson situation, we're talking about a world champion who's the longest reigning world champion. What are you gonna do? Honest. He's got to fight, or he's got to retire. Is 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 Adonis Stevenson ready to retire? Skill wise, fuck no. Right. What what are we supposed to do? He got hit too many times. There's no meter. There's no punch in the head meter. We don't have a meter on the back of our brain that tells us ding 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 yeah. ding ding. It's time to stop, Tanner. Yeah, right, right. We don't have that. You can't. There's nothing in Cat Sands. No. Stuff, so. And when you go off his last fight, he looked fantastic. Right. Now, the other two instances are very different. Right. We're talking about David Whittem and uh, and Mr. Tim Hag. Hey, Both right. of them have passed. Rest right. their souls. Rest in peace and all that. But when when you when you go through the record, David Whittem's been knocked out so many goddamn times. Right. Tim Hag was knocked out so many times. It's not the case with Adonis. So, do we need to have more? More CT scans, more MRIs, see what the fuck's going on in people's brains. Maybe. Right. Do we need to have something in place in all combat sports where we can get these tests done for not $900? Right. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, the only way we're going to get movement is a death. Something. You know. It's sad. Right. But this is the game. And I I hate to say game. Right. Because it's not a game. Right. 
And this is just another situation to prove it that this is not a game. These guys are going into fight. Uh, you've rate. heard me. I don't even know how I'm, many times. It's, to, 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 it's annoying. Harp on this, right? I've harped on it and harp. Take it seriously, because if you don't, bad shit can happen. And you've heard it so many times. It's right. probably annoying for you to hear. Uh, no, I need to hear it because obviously, if you know. But getting getting hit in the head isn't a isn't a joke. Right. And I, I've hammered this home to my nephew so many times that, like, okay. So I'll give you an instance. Like, we're coming up to provincials, and, and my young nephew's getting in trouble, and they're pulling him out of boxing. Okay, just getting in trouble. trouble. Getting in shit. Um, typical. Mom, nope, you're not going to boxing. Okay. Okay, fuck. Right. What am I supposed to do? I can't let you fight if you don't train. Right. And that needs writing your name, and and you have a personal investment in them. I don't care about that. I just think like, dude, I fucking bought you all your gear. I'm training with you. You're getting personal. You're getting private lessons with me, and now you're being a moron at school and you can't train. So I think it's just an insult to you. So, not a lot of people know the past on my nephew, and I'm not going to disclose it on sure, sure, on a fucking podcast. But he's a, he's had some problems. Okay. <clears throat> I moved to town. I kind of grabbed him and I said, "Okay, listen, he's a gonna- different human being." We're going to go do something positive. Right. Now, whether you think that punching somebody in the face is a positive is your own opinion. But what what the agreement was, was you've got to be a good human being in all aspects of life. Okay. To be able to do this. And that's now, has he changed? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is he perfect? No, he's 13. Right. What are you going to do? Exactly. All right. So we've gone through the groupie mom Michelle card. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of a tough one to watch because uh, it's hard. Like, you know, I don't like that. You know, it's tough, you know, and um, kind of brings us to our next little fight. Um, we did. Uh, we watched the Fury fight. We got the Don Stevens fight. Um, and then there was. Uh, there, I guess I don't want to touch on this. But uh, I do want to touch on an upcoming trip we have coming up in the next two weeks. Okay, what trip is that? We're heading out to Edmonton for the next KO boxing event. Again. Again. Yeah. And that's always a fun fun little trip for us, going on a little road trip, you know. Um, and uh, It's a good time, man. I love going to KO boxing. Right. I see all my friends. Right. And um, I get to fuck around. Yeah, I'm making some personal... Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't get to fuck around this time, I don't think, though. Yeah, just a quick reminder, if you missed last uh, um, last week's podcast, um, who's headlining that show, or do you have any... Eric Bazinian is going to be headlining that show. The co-main event will be Arter. I don't know if you've seen him fight yet. No. And I'm not... Like, Eric... Eric, Eric I can Taylor. say Eric's name. Arter's last name, I can't say. As, He's a Russian I, fellow. Oh, you, you can't say it's a secret, or you can't say you can't pronounce it? I forget. Oh, I, I forget. I forget how to pronounce it. Okay, so just just backtrack for me. Who's the headliner on that? Eric Bazinian, who's twenty six and zero with seventeen knockouts. A I local believe. Edmonton fighter. Nope, he's from Eye of the Tiger Management in Quebec. And do they have some type of relationship with KO? This is going to be a co-pro. Tell me about that. So KO Boxing is going to present KO Boxing eighty four in conjunction with Eye of the Tiger Management. And that's a bigger deal than and big deal. It's, yeah. it's new, right? Yeah, it's a cool thing. And then, and then what's the relationship with that and Punching Grace? There seems to be a, a tie. So, Camille Esteban is the owner of Eye of the Tiger Management. Okay. His daughter, Emmanuel Esteban. If I said your name wrong, Emmanuel, I'm sorry. I'm just going to call you Emma from now on. So okay. Emma 
runs Punching Grace. And that's a streaming that's service. That's a streaming service. A new service. Yes. In the, and it's similar to DAZN, you were saying? It's kind of like DAZN, but DAZN does a whole bunch of other shit too, right? Soccer. Oh, right, right. Okay. Donkey videos. Right, right. Okay. Going on. But Punch and Grace is going to be boxing. Specifically, Eye of the Tiger management shows. I stopped by the website. Yeah. And they do have documentaries as well, boxing yeah. documentaries. So it's not it's not just a full-fledged streaming service in terms of traditional what you just fight. But They're it's all about boxing. All boxing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that... um. Go on, go on. So that's $11 a month. It's $11 a month now. I know Cynthia over in fucking Quebec got all confused because the, the shit. Like, so the deal was you sign up, you pay $11, and your first three months are covered for that price, and then it's $11 a month after that fact. I don't know if that deal is still going on, but if it is, take fucking advantage of it because it's sure. a fucking steal. Yeah, okay. Right? I know I did. So punchinggrace.com will be live streaming KO Boxing 84 December 14th. Okay. So if you guys can't make it or can't make an appearance to that show, um, make sure you sign up. Um, we'll put a link in the video here where you can check it out and see if it's for you. I guess with the fall of HBO Boxing, it could maybe fill in that gap. Yeah, with no more boxing on HBO, Punching Grace is the place to go. Yeah. Why do you think, what do you think about that HBO falling out of boxing? Bad timing? I just, it probably didn't fit with what they wanted to do. But who who is cares? It, yeah. We have Showtime. We've right. got The Zone. We've got Eye of the Tiger. We've got Punching Grace. We've got TSN. We've got ESPN. Like, shit. Who knows? Maybe fucking Golden Boy is going to start their own. Like, if you guys go on fucking Facebook half the time, you can watch Eye of the Tiger Management or Groupie Von Michelle shows on there. Right. They're great boxing. Like, I don't care that HBO doesn't carry boxing anymore. Now, are they are they going to show previously recorded boxing matches? Yes. Right. So it, it is what it is. Now, Showtime, if you could pull up your bootstraps and fucking let us Canadians get it, that'd be great. It's not available in Canada? I couldn't get it. I wanted to get like the the Showtime app and pay the monthly fee of eleven or thirteen dollars, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wouldn't let me do it on my Mac, and then it wouldn't let me do it on my iPhone. So I don't know. Right. Pull up your bootstraps, Showtime, or somebody, tell me how I can figure this the fuck out. Yeah, definitely. But, so that is this uh, in the seventeenth, I believe. What? Uh, the Kale Boxing event, December fourteenth. Fourteenth, December fourteenth. Yeah. So we'll be there. That'll yeah, be a be... good time, man. There's gonna be uh, be some people there. Yeah, you always have a good time. You're really well known. You always get us the best seats. Um, and uh, yeah, it's always uh, good. rumor has it I'm gonna be busy that night though. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Uh, well, rumor I... is that I'll be the English commentator for Punching Grace. So if you guys get the fight on Punching Grace, you might have the bad guy. I would lo- really like to see that. That'd be just an opportunity for you and get some color commentary. No, uh, I will uh, tell you that we ju- Derek and I just recorded a, uh, how how would you even put it? Not a test, a demo reel. A demo, a demo thing. Yeah. yeah. We did a slow, slight <clears throat> demo reel where we kind of back and forth did. And, you know, um, it was fun. And it was something I've never done before. And to go back and just hear uh, Tanner, um, his uh, side or his uh shining light on his angle of the fight was really cool to see um um what you're gonna miss is maybe a little less dick jokes and you maybe not hear some <laughs> of cuss jokes but otherwise everything is is very bad guy fashion 
great angle, great a lot of education on it, a lot of fun, and it makes uh, watching the fight fun, you know, without um, not you know and not too wordy, and um, yeah, and it's just good. He has a good radio voice, good voice for TV. So hopefully the, um, that plans out to something bigger and better. Um, you can sh- definitely show your support by uh, signing up to Punching Grace and or just even uh, you know shooting a message to them on social media, which we'll have the links for you. Um, you know, now that we kind of touched on Dario before about being a, being a podcast favorite, you know, another podcast favorite, you know, that I haven't heard much about is our, our good buddy Ryan and Real Deal Ford. What's his scenario? I just talked to The Real Deal yesterday. The Real Deal will be going back over to Germany. He's leaving on the 12th. He will fight on the 15th. How do you feel about that? That's boxing, correct? Yes, that is boxing. Uh, this fight is, um, th- this is boxing, people. This is a warm-up fight. Oh, you think it's he's a journeyman guy that or he's fighting? Oh, I know one hundred percent of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give his record on here. Okay, because um, <laughs> uh, you know we've been following Ryan for the uh, last little while, you know, on on this podcast, and I've been friends with him for ten years. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell definitely your interactions. Last few uh, last few fights have been slightly disappointing, you know, and it was, kind of breaks my heart when I see one of our, our very uh, own lose like that. Um, you handle it much better than I do. Um, uh, it's their fights, man. Like, in the grand scheme of things, when a guy takes an L, does it really matter? In the grand scheme of life, yeah, it does. But the people that I'm friends with that take these losses, the boogeyman, uh, Ryan, these guys are some of the toughest guys on the planet. Like, realistically those fights that ryan lost do i actually think the one of them i think was really really close okay the other boxing fight that he fought in germany and he lost that decision he won that fucking fight yeah 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 no way he lost it's boxing he's he handles it well he just gets back in and keeps going because he knows yeah yeah i don't i get really i get like wet in the eyes and i get pissed off i I lose my faith i'm like oh but it is what it is um, as long as he's physically fine, yeah, I'm good. I just I'd like to see both individuals be able to go home. Nobody's maimed or fucking sleeping or. or do I want to see a guy get knocked out? One hundred percent. Do I want him to go to the hospital? No. Right. Should he? Probably. <laughs> but <laughs> let's go get checked out and then go home. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to see anybody get physically hurt to the point where they. They have a problem performing day to day duties or or have to an extended stay. Right. But yeah, Ryan the Real Deal Ford, December fifteenth, uh, Germany. I will have a link for the fight. Yeah. And um and boxing on that one too. Yeah, no more MMA. Yeah, there was actually just speaking of MMA touching on it real briefly, there was a doubleheader this week. Um some you know, Mark Hunt lost. Shut up to who? Yeah, to uh, a, a did he lose? Yeah, to a, the local. He was the fight was in Australia. Oh. I like the Mark Hunt story. Mark Hunt is not um, the same Mark Hunt. No, you know what I mean. He's fucking forty something. Yeah, and I thought he would have, but then you know, <laughs> I thought he ha- had enough. But then, uh, other than that, um, you know, um, yeah, that's the only thing, the only worthwhile fight I wanted to touch on the UFC doubleheader this weekend. I was I was flipping back on channels trying to watch all these fights. Didn't Kamaru Usman fight? He did amazing. Did he beat? He beat the Rafael Dos Santos. Just beat the shit out of him. Did he? Worked him down. Oh, yes. It was a good fight. 
Um, this guy's a new breed. And, you know, somebody who I thought was done that showed a lot of resilience, speaking of this UFC card, was the Shogun, Mar- Marcio Shogun Rua. Hua? Yeah. I he fought? He fought. Wow. He fought a young, young Australian, really tall, with all the Samoan tattoos all over his back, really tall, really lengthy. You fuck got, him up? Got dropped. Thought he lost it and just dig deep and uh, came back and won it. And he's beat up, but he's losing more hair than I am. The, like, did he, he get a decision he, or a knockout? He got the, he got the he, uh, ground pound. Okay. The so, yeah, he nice. did a ground pound win. I don't know what's left for guys like that because you got the show on the Shogun. You got Mark Hunt. These guys are older dudes, man. I don't know. I don't think Shogun's very old, though. I think he, he might started be fighting pretty young. Thirty six yeah. or thirty four, yeah, something like right. that. Right, and and I think the the average age of fighters is I don't know it's going up, but um, there was actually even a Bellator card that I couldn't really follow. Oof. But uh, I just can't follow it all. I um, like Bellator, but some of these events that they put out on Spike TV, I don't know who the fucks on there. I I and I try, and they don't even have wiki Wikipedia no. links that I can't follow, you know, or something. Some of these people, um. I do like their production, and I do like some of the stuff they're doing. It's just nice to – it's just a nice, different look than the feel. I'm tired of, um, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, one thing I can talk about uh, – we were talking about, like, production. We were Before yeah. the podcast started, we were talking about production. What did you think of the Showtime production? And I realized how important production was, personally, when um, I watched the Tito Ortiz-Liddell fight. Oof. I was like, holy fuck. The UFC is doing something right. And how much they've got it figured out. Yeah, you know, as much as you can, you know, shit on them or hate on them or not, but they they were doing something right. And um, like, okay, so you've got the biggest promotion in all of in all of MMA, and they they do it right. So why wouldn't you copy it? Yeah, because you know what the UFC did? They copied the WWE. Right. They make no bones about it. No. Yeah. yeah. You know what the WWE copied? Probably fucking boxing. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So why change it? It works. Listen, Oscar De La Douchebag. <laughs> don't fucking go to the retirement home and right. get these guys out of retirement. Please. Leave them alone. Yeah. Chuck Liddell's 40 fucking eight or... Uh, 40... Everybody's... Pe- like, there's a lot of pointing fingers Come now. Come on, man. Well, I just think it would be different if he won. There wouldn't be anybody pointing fingers. No, be a lot I'd still here's... be saying it. Yeah. Leave the fucking guy alone. I thought there'd be hope. I really... No hope. <laughs> no hope. We're talking about Tito Ortiz, who somehow stayed relevant for fucking 48 years in the sport. Right. Like, however long. He's 43 years old. He's been fighting since he was 19. He stayed relevant. Had the surgeries, never got knocked out too often. Chuck Liddell put him away twice, but he's in great shape still. You think he didn't involve? I guess we've been talked about to death, and it's old news now. But fuck, man! Like it's, it, it was. I thought it. I thought in my mind when we referenced Bellator that there would be always maybe because I'm older too that there'd be like a, a a master's division in UFC. There'd be a place and a hope for it, but there clearly isn't. There's not. No, like. The, the, Chuck Liddell's been knocked out. Like Chuck Liddell is my favorite MMA fighter of all time. Okay. Now, he should have stopped probably when Rampage knocked him out. <laughs> that was fucking terrifying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Then he got cleaned up by Rashad Evans, which might have been the most destructive knockout of all time in, in MMA history from a punch. Right. 
Then he goes on and gets knocked out by Rich fucking Franklin. Right. With the shittiest fucking right hook ever. And then Tito Ortiz, who couldn't punch his wet his way out of a wet paper bag, caught him with a one-two down the pipe and slept him. And then we have uh, a local, or not local, but a friend of the podcast is like, we have like an older guy like Lee Mean. Who just wins Fuck, this I weekend? I love Lee Mean. Right, that's He's one of the greatest guys human ripped. beings on the planet. Is he? I, I've I've never amazing human. Oh right, yeah. So I was just watching when I was going through my fights. I was watching that, and that guy's how old is he? Fifty three. You you know this off the top of your head? Fifty three, shredded, shredded. He's a beast of a man. But when you look at Lee. How many times? Go through his record and tell me how many times he's been knocked out. A few times. A few times. I've, I wikied him. But yeah. they're but they're spaced out. Right. Right. He doesn't take an exuberant amount of damage. Right. He probably went in and just fucking beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, first round. Yeah. Yeah, first round. It was yeah. I just he's still active and he's still doing it. You know. He's in shape. And uh, we talk about this older generation. He's uh yeah he's older than Chuck. But it looks look at his competition level though. Very different levels of competition. Chuck Liddell, sure, highest in the sport. Sure, I'm not shitting on Lee. Yeah, yeah, right. He would say the same thing. He would say the same Same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. He he never fought a Rashad Evans, right, right, or a Vanderlei Silva, right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? I I get it. He's fought tough guys. Don't get me wrong. For sure, for sure. But but not to the to the extent that that a guy like Chuck Liddell has and not with people that have had the the striking pedigree right but it was interesting i like i have i secretly cheer for those older guys i like seeing a, a canadian like lee mean still doing that listen would i send lee a thank you card when he retires 100% thank he, you for bringing so much to the sport like you argue he's a pioneer in canadian he is a pioneer in, in, in canadian, canadian in MMA. mma yeah he's one of the best representatives for mma on the planet oh really that deep yes you would say that much yes okay if if canadians want to send somebody to represent canadian mma as like a, a spokesperson fucking lee means the guy yeah man you know and and it's clearly you know you can't say lee mean without saying jordan you know who's currently UFC jordan's fight. an amazing fighter if you, I was looking at his record the other day. First fight was in 2006. Lost it to Rory McDonald. Mm-hmm. 2006. I don't know how old uh, Jordan is, but he can't be over. Like, he must have been eight, Rory 17. He must have fought him when he was 17 or 18. That was an amateur fight, I believe. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. an amateur. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating to see, uh, to see that. But that was just referencing old people, and I was kind of nice to see that. But... Speaking of old things and old people, how Luke did... Spicer? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, we we can't talk about Luke uh, without mentioning his uh, new beard. You, uh, yeah, he's got to shave that off. You don't like it? No, I, I think don't... with the buzz cut, it looks okay. Fuck him. No, no, no. I uh, he's got. I, I I was watching some of his stuff the other day, and I did see the beard in full effect. Maybe it's his new. Uh... He's growing his hair out too. He's gonna look like a hippie fuck here pretty soon. Pretty... All hippy dippy with his vegan fucking diet and his float tank. Well, well, I wish him nothing the best, nothing but the best. You love Luke Spicer. I have a secret spot in my heart for Luke because I think. Um, you know, he did what he had to do. Have, was having troubles getting fights when, in, you know, at a, at a critical time in his career. And uh, and went all in with, uh, you know, found a new old lady. 
who seems to be much more attractive than his former one. Hopefully. And, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm in no position. The other to... one looked like he dug up a fucking gravesite. So, I t- and, and um, I'm just, I don't know. Did she move in? I don't know if they live in separate yeah, They live together. They live together. It is, I'm not going to spill this. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. No, no, that I want to talk about. But I do have a soft spot for Luke because I, I want him to do well. And I just loved... Uh, hey, Luke, if you're watching YouTube... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't because it's... Nah, know, he's got better things to do with listening to me talk he's shit. He's got float shacks and yeah. fucking... Good for him. Uh, he's yeah. got businesses going. Good, be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so... I'll uh, tell you right now, if you ask me for change again, I'm fucking <laughs> knocking him out. <laughs> um, another thing that uh, you went... Uh, you brought out the bow this weekend or is it gun? You went deer hunting this weekend? I tried to get a hold of you yesterday. Uh, Hunter, my nephew, had a tag to go... Uh, go fill his deer tag no we went out yesterday i gotta go uh, no no point on goddamn blizzard oh yeah yeah i see shit (laughs) like you go out you go out uh south and the fog was thick yeah and then with the it started off freezing rain i was like okay fuck this i'm not getting stuck out here and what did you last an hour or two no we went out we left around eight we came back around noon the boogie child boogie child was with us yeah she can handle the weather she doesn't give a fuck no she's She's super tough. Speaking of the boogie child, uh, she did show up on the gym on, on Friday. Yeah. You guys had an impromptu uh, family night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, fun. I got some footage you got to see. And she's got uh, amazing pad work. You've been doing stuff with her at the house? She's not so great on the bag, but she's good on pads. Yeah. Um, so the, she, she lit up the pads. I did some light, light pad work with her, um, calling out, uh, pretty complex, uh, combinations. She knows what they are. Yeah. yeah no problem. No. Amazing footwork. Like, yeah. uh, and I kind of said, you know, it was fascinating to watch the footwork on her because I know like head trauma that you're a real big proponent on footwork. Yes. And before you came to the, the club, you can argue. No, there's no argument. We had shitty footwork. The whole studio, the yes. whole club, and we've all cleaned it up. Kind of. You're the best. You know, <laughs> we're all still kind of semi retards. Absolutely. But there is an improvement overall. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I noticed was when I was trying to choke her, uh, coming in at like her physically. Yes, your daughter. <laughs> I was trying to choke her out when I was trying to get in her personal. You're trying to get in get her, her personal, personal space, space in yeah. terms of when I were doing pad work, so she would back up appropriately and doing some pivoting drills. With the drill, nailed them all. It was really kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, for a person, for a girl who is seven, I believe, eight, eight, yeah, and has never stepped in the gym doors. So yeah, no, we do stuff here. Do you? Yeah. Um. Uh, like when she first started, we didn't throw punches. We just did footwork, and uh, I'll credit him again, Roman Shapkowski. He's uh, when I went in and uh, decided to switch the boxing. It was footwork, 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 footwork. Yeah. And like, I'll do footwork watching TV. Right. I think it. the single most important thing in boxing is probably going to be your footwork and your head movement. I don't get hit a lot. And she had head movement too because we were doing slips and rolls. Yeah, she she can move. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's she hits hard for a Super little hard, 50, man. 50-pound-year-old yeah. girl. She hits hard. And, then, and, and uh, you, uh, what are you, breeding breeding fighters? Or why has she been in the gym? Or what's your plan with her? No interest? Because um, right She's at, shy. Is she shy? Yeah, so what, uh, I wanted to clearly wait. did not get that from you. I don't know no, where. No, I'm pretty fucking loud. <laughs> but, uh, no, she's shy. I wanted, what I want to avoid is, I want her to be comfortable 
but I also don't want force choice. I want her to have the proper skills. I'll put that in quotation marks as opposed to because she just won't like if somebody tells her to do something, she'll just go do it. Okay, I'm reading between the lines here. So I think she, you're it's important that she gets good coaching Correct. from a reputable school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just don't want to expose her to bad habits right off the got because um like, she's my kid. I'm I'm going to coach her my way. Right. And it's hard to do. Until somebody comes along and tells me that my way is not the best, and if you're better than me at it, then fucking go ahead. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, where we're at now, there's, it's just not there. Right. Well, I was wondering, but that was fun. We got some photos of her doing some bag where she has got some crazy gymnastic skills. She has some freaky shit. And uh, yeah, and I think we got some. She wants to be a contortionist. I I can't even say that word. Yeah, your daughter wants to be and uh listen man she can walk like the exorcist right and that's weird and yeah like, fucking uh, weird but uh, all the power to her she was doing yeah. handstands and weird... makes for cool videos yeah it makes for cool stuff and <laughs> yeah uh, super flexible it could be an amazing gymnast but... yeah you got any more questions for me Derek? i do you, you, you know, know maybe not so much questions i just want to touch on some of the stuff we have coming up in the new year and okay. uh more importantly, uh, we're going to have a new video editing rig, so we're going to get more videos coming out. We got a new merch store. The hats Tanner is wearing, the hat I'm wearing that you can't see right now. We got a new order. We got new shirts coming in. We're relaunching the website, which will be interesting. And we got a couple new segments for the show plan for the new year um, that we'll kind of you'll see in person, so you'll get away from the traditional which uh, interview cool. format, which is great. And we I love have a fun doing... fact for you actually about our store that I haven't told you yet because I just found out yesterday. Let's go. So USG, when they launch their website, they're going to encode us links so people can shop the USG website right from our website. Perfect. So uh, that too, and uh, um, we're kind of build our... Yeah, so we got new stores. We got a new launcher of websites. Um, we'll be a uh, lot more active at the low events. Um, so you'll be seeing more of us in person and just kind of building the brand, building the podcast, you know, um, I'm really excited about that, but we really kind of touched a lot on this, um, podcast from the Fury fight to, did we talk about the Fury fight? We did, didn't. That was the number one thing on my little docket I have. And that's the one thing. What did you think of it? I thought it was an amazing fight. Um, I thought Tyson Fury won hands down unanimous decision. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I, you know, I don't have my uh, my boxing knowledge, but I thought, yeah, I don't know. Listen, am I mad that it was a draw? Not really. Did you hear uh, Paulie's uh, little? What was his reference? Paulie Malinowski. He was pissed because Fury didn't get the win. Right, and he said some you know, great quotes near the end of the fight. If you guys, he said him. that he can't do his, his job, job if the fucking judges aren't going to do theirs. Right. I agree. Yeah. How am I supposed to go over these replays when I know they're bullshit? You can't. Yeah. So let it play out. I'm out. <laughs> you might get fired for that. Who yeah. fucking knows? That's what I love him for. It. But good, I, 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 I'm not a Pauly Malinowski fan. No. But I like that. You like that kind of awesome. Yeah. I've I've been known to put uh, Pauly in some memes with Conor McGregor. <laughs> okay. A couple of those went, made it to Twitter. Um. Yeah. Maybe talk a little bit more about it, you know? We um one thing that we were talking off the podcast just on the way over here was his stud of a coach, this twenty seven year. What's his name? Ben Davison. Ben Davison. Right? What a fucking weird thing that is. I don't know. Like, I've heard multiple stories. You can find him online. Everything he would from uh, 
So, yeah. like, when we talk about his corner, he had Ricky the Hitman Hatton, one of the greatest <laughs> champions of all time. He had Freddie Roach, who arguably could be the greatest boxing trainer of all time. Right. And he had this fucking kid, 26-year-old, never Ben put... Davison, never trained a boxer. That's his main corner guy in the ring talking to him. I see you love all of it, man. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was great. So I think good for you, Ben Davidson. Shout out to you. You're a bad motherfucker. <laughs> you see, I like, don't know. You took a guy that was high on cocaine, right? Four hundred fucking pounds, right? And has Turned severe mental fucking, severe severely fucked. Yeah. And you turned him around from 400 pounds to 256 pounds. That was the best Tyson Fury we've ever seen. The thing I learned about his training methods that kind of wrong, stung maybe a little bit for me, he said, roll work, pads, and sparring, the rest is bullshit. It is. And uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of roll work. No, I don't know if anybody is a fan of roll work. I hate it. But how else are you going to lose that kind of weight? And how else are you going to have endurance like that? He did 12 rounds with Sino and looked great. But uh, well, well, you know me. I don't lift weights. Which I find I so don't. odd. I don't I just like thought... it. It fucking slows me down. <laughs> do, you know, do you know tune-up weights? I feel like I'm fast. Okay. Like when, when I spar, I'm faster than everybody. No doubt about it, for sure. And I like to stay like that. I get too big. Chunky, slow? Like, not chunky as a fat, just heavy and slow? My cardio goes down. But you look great. (laughs) You look great now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I, I... I'm the lightest I've been right now in a couple of years. Yeah, and the, you know, and we, funny thought we do always makes me think of Luke or the keto diet. But is that directly to your extent of training, or do you think just because you've been eating better? I'm not keto anymore. Okay. And uh, I jumped off the keto diet because I plateaued. Yeah. I stopped. Uh, I stopped losing. Right. I felt fine. Right. But now I'm eating carbs again, and then I started losing weight again. Right. Do you think that's a good pattern for you to be in? Or that's the way your body works? Or you I, just... I, I think... It's, Everybody's I, different. I broke this down to my nephew a couple of times. Like, you can eat Big Mac at every meal. At some point, your body's going to plateau. You can eat a chicken breast for every meal. I love your chicken breast. At story. some point, your body's going to plateau. I fucking hate chicken. <laughs> you haven't gone back? Are we? You go back occasionally? I eat it. But fuck. you ate it so much that you fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. You you, you must sauce ten years. Sauce it to death. Spice it to death. And I don't. I just suck it up. Okay. I just uh-huh. I, I'll put it in stir fries now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why you, I find t- that. If shift. you chuck me a chicken breast off the barbecue, I'll probably throw it at you. I'm just done. I'm over. I hate it. I'm a fucking done this man. I fucking hate it. Chicken's done. delicious though. Listen, man. I've got a freezer downstairs full of deer. Why yeah. The fuck would I eat a chicken breast? Okay. But anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, your body plateaus. Right. And then like I like I was telling Jesse Kitchen, like you've been eating clean for so long, now you haven't dropped a pound for two weeks. It's fucking weird, right? I don't believe it. Oh, go ahead. It's fucking weird though, right? Yeah. Okay. Go eat something's fucking shitty. Weird, eh? What happened? Dropped a bunch of weight. Down down in weight. What do you that's body's a weird thing. But listen, your body has a mind of its own too, right? You can feed it you can feed it the same thing over and over and over again and then uh at some point it's gonna be the same thing yeah okay fuck we've had this for fucking three months speaking yeah let's stop but anyway that's it 
Tanner, we've covered fights, food, Dude, fighting. We still got nine minutes. Nine minutes. I'm guessing you probably want song of the week this week. We're doing. We know we've kind of missed songs of the weeks. I don't have one handy. I was hoping to maybe hit up some guys. I do. Queen, want... princes of the universe. Queen, princes of the universe. Queen, princes of the universe. So we'll we'll add that to our local playlist. You can find it on Facebook, or if you're not added to our our our, we can find it on Spotify or iTunes. Um, just look for the Final Shot podcast and the playlist of all our songs that we've had from Fighters. Are we on Spotify? Uh, we are. We are on Spotify. Oh, I didn't know that. That's uh, yeah. I I had to change the account um because it was under my personal account and that's why it was oh. hard to find. But we are on Spotify. Um, and that covers the song of the week. We also wanted to um, we're taking submissions or ideas for um guests of the year um we're 34 episodes deep right now we've got we've got some people um we're giving away some right prizes we found a, a really good deal on a full-size belt that i'll show a demo picture of that we'll be uh giving away to our guests of the year and we you know we we're very grateful for some of the people we've had on and um who we have we had ryan the real deal ford yeah, we got some finalists, you know, just from Steve Claggett. Steve Claggett is his uh he's getting a lot of traction. Uh, Robin right? Black. Robin Black's a good one. I think it's, you know, it's fame. And that's the thing about being famous. You get a lot of a uh, lot of uh, so Who else was in there? Dario. Dario's always a good one to get. Um and we had, you know, some of the classic guys have the secret followings I didn't know about. Um the Bulldog. He's Scotty. like Scotty. Yeah. He like people are talking about Scotty still. Um, and then, you know, and just because we've been having such a local presence, uh, um, you know, Gary Copas, the Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus, he's always yeah. getting a little bit of traction too. And, uh, you know, I'm going to throw mine out and that's Shaq. And as much as Dario hates it, Shaq I, Daddy, I liked it. Yeah, he did. Throwing his... it out there. Oh, we forgot somebody who's pretty important. Manny Montreal. Very important to the podcast. Probably had the most appearances on the pocket more than anybody else brings, uh, I you know brings a different color bring a, bring a life to the podcast uh you know we've all heard stories guys how you guys met yeah it's fun it's fun and and he's going through um he was at the Adonisium fights you know yeah. so um he always brings he kind of brings a west coast uh yeah that'd be a west coast, no east coast flavor yeah to our I like Manny yeah and uh not a lot of people like Manny for some reason but I get a kick out of him I think he's a good guy um. And, you know, speaking of Manny, what's next for Mr. Manny? So, uh, Manny and I have something planned for a live stream New Year's Eve. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, so Manny and I are going to go live, and we're going to do a whole bunch of picks of, like, fighter of the year, comeback of the year, all that kind of shit. Right. We're going to do that. Um, That should be well. I think and I might bring he, Manny on next week to talk about this fucking it'd be, shit. It'd be kind of. I, I would like personally to know what he's up to because he is no longer with the Fight City. No, he's on his own. What does the, that mean? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is being put together as we speak. That'd be fun to hear. Yeah, yeah. So um, his contract ran out. He had enough. He had enough. To... Yeah, he's uh. Listen, I get it. You put your heart and soul into something, and it doesn't pay. I do it every week. Right. <laughs> Right. Like realistically, I've right. done over two hundred episodes of this goddamn show. Right. Between this and the Spice of Life podcast. Oh well over two hundred episodes at this point. Yeah, it was done under passion and, and I love it. And, and 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 you would still do it for free. If you know, if you yeah. if you weren't because I like it that much, I love bring something to the table. Yeah. I'm not I never started or you never started the podcast 
because I was looking to get paid fast. I did it because I, I, I have a voice. I have something I want to share. I want to bring something to the yeah. table. And, but, uh, in, and like podcasts aren't known for being cash cows anyways. You know, it was, you know. Here's what I like about it is in Canada for combat sports, we don't have a voice. Right. I like to provide the platform. If somebody listens to it, great. Right. If nobody listens to it, great. But which isn't happening. It doesn't happen. Right. People listen to it. Right. But I want I want guys like Adam Braidwood, Ryan Ford, Brian Caldwell, Steve Claggett. Give them a platform. Dario. Because that's what I see when I go to these events. Like you, you have fighters almost in tears and grateful. Thanks for letting me be on the podcast. Thanks yeah. for getting it out. Yeah, my, you know, and these guys are very grateful, very thankful. Um, and you know, so it's cool because you know, and some of those guys are just so happy to talk about it because they have nobody to talk about it to with. They're going through these massive struggles as being from the amateur problem to being a professional fighter. Yeah, and and nobody understands. You nobody know? gets it. Nobody gets it. You know, uh, I well, I real realistically, I started the podcast because I was hurt. Okay. I had nothing to do. I wanted to be involved in the in the fight community still. I didn't want to get out. Now that I'm better, right. I don't want to stop doing the podcast, but I also want to fight and I have to provide food for my family. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. have to work. It's a very busy schedule. I won't stop doing it. Okay. I will never stop. Not unless I get sued. Yeah. What, what close calls? A couple close ones, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But, uh it, there's some things that are starting to pay off where I'm going to get to be able to go do certain things for companies. Right. Like commentate fights or, or and do stuff like that. And, you know. I think this is a great stepping stone. I think there's just, you know. It's flattering. Like when, when somebody messages me on social media and says, hey, would you be interested in doing this? Right. It's flattering. It's nice. It's nice to be asked. Right. Like. You got the ugly girl over there that doesn't get asked to the dance. I well, get it. Fuck, maybe she doesn't even want to go, but shit, it's still nice to be asked. Yeah, I've been the ugly girl my whole life. You yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so. So, here's what I want you to break down. Sure. The rub and tug situation in Edmonton. The rub and tug, I've been to one. I've in been Edmonton? to in Edmonton, yeah. straight up. Um, and there was uh, two rooms. Um, this and, is by, where is it? West uh, Edmonton? Yeah, I okay. was. I took the family to the West Edmonton Mall as a trip, and I go to a site called uh, rubmaps.ca. Legit. <laughs> I don't know why it's sounding so funny, because everybody needs a directory. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the Yelp of Rub and Tugs. Rubmaps.ca. Rubmaps, M-A-P-S, okay. .ca. We can look it up right now. Put in Edmonton, your city, and uh, you get a list. There's a lot. Uh, more than you like to admit. Yeah. Um, this place was inside a mini mall. Yeah. Um, the cab driver, uh, p- took me there cause I wasn't driving. I had to leave the car at the Edmonton mall while there were water sliding. So I wanted to fuck off and you know, I went there, I had a choice. They, it was a, a single bed with a shower and uh, you had a, you had a choice, um, between, a, a f- uh, uh, heavier set girl with a few tattoos. Maybe what we would call it, um, not Betty Boop, um, rockabilly. A rockabilly girl and a skinny cracked out girl. Went with the rockabilly girl. Um, put a condom on me. So to that, jerk you off? Right. So you have to make a choice at that point. Yeah. Maybe she wants to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to. What? 
I just, I'm lazy. Did you just, have Harry Bush or something? No, just rub it out. Let's get out of here. Let's just do business and okay. go home. You know, I'm not here to make friends. You weren't into it. Yeah. And uh, let's, yeah. So. You didn't want to fuck her. It's too much work. I don't want to time. The kids are at the water slides. Oh, okay. I got to. Yeah. So that's the story. Uh, long fun. The cab uh, waited up front. In and out in under 40 minutes. $170. Way too much, but I felt good. I, I was Christmas. I felt good. So uh, shout out to RobMaths.ca. And uh, don't be afraid to go in there, man. Never. Now, did she want to fuck, though? Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of talking. Oh, you okay. know, and you guys I, don't converse. No, no, I don't have anything uh, to see, say. I'm a chatty Kathy. No, no, we're just here for business. Let's you do you, I do me. Okay. Kind of rub that out. Let's kiss, kiss, okay. High fives, hug, kiss. I'm out. So uh, it's more. It's kind. It was fairly impersonal. It was very medical. Um, but basically, what I'm getting out here is Derek is a secret pervert. Uh, not secret. I'm pretty. You're pretty uh, open about your pervertedness. I don't think it's perverted. I just think I'm single and I yeah. have no kids. And um, you want to get jerked off. And I'm not. Yeah. And uh, it's an adult behavior, and uh, it's mutually agreed. Yeah. And I like it. And I don't have to go out to clubs and buy a bunch of drinks or pretend to something I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I know. I'm not trying to justify it either. It's just. Um, it's. It's just maintenance at this point. Like, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have that. Like, um, and I, I don't, so what it is, it's kind of funny to talk about it. I know, I know that makes people uncomfortable and maybe that's why I bring it up, but uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to put up like rubmaps.ca. Hopefully we can get sponsored by them. That'd be great. I'm feed rub and tugs all day. Yo, I've been asking you to get us sponsored by Fleshlight because I know Fleshlight. that you have. Uh... Uh, I have a contact and like a, a little, little backstory about Fleshlight. Um, Aubrey Marcus's dad, who Aubrey Marcus is the CEO of Onnit, who is a sponsor of the Fleshlight, a uh, sponsor of the, the podcast. Who does all the human sub, uh, human optimization stuff? They're really big in the MMA scene. However, before on it was on it, they were Fleshlight, and that's why if you go back to the, all the old Rogan podcasts, they were sponsored by Fleshlight because they, actually they were the same owners. When I worked, when I was a young fella back in the day, I had some. I was slinging porn, Sorry. online porn, um, and um, I met I met um, all the Fleshlight guys. Who ultimately turned out to on it guys who helped me secure the sponsorship for the podcast. So it's not only is what you know, it's who you know. And it's always good that those guys um, came around. Um, so yeah, we were kind of, I haven't hit them up um, because they, they had a, maybe a, a, a Aubrey and his dad that were separated on not the best of terms at that time. And that's what ultimately caused the invention of on it was the friction between Aubrey and his dad of flashlight. So it'd be nice to get a flashlight sponsor. If you've never tried one or if you, you're not experienced with one, I highly recommend it. Um, if you, they're great conversation starters, both female and male. If you're, um, if you're putting on your, putting it on your coffee table in your house, I had one in my house for about two years and it was a pink one and it was actually getting lint and brown from everybody that would stop by would stick their finger into Ew. it and it would gross but everybody wanted to feel it and uh believe me uh, they say it's dishwasher safe i don't know uh because it loses some of its rubbery feel to it and the only downside to any flashlight is cleaning it no <laughs> Um, I, I usually pull out. I, I got enough control. Oh, you're, you don't want to get it pregnant. Yeah, I don't want baby fleshlights running around my my uh, condo. Um, but however, um, um, what was I saying about the downside of fleshlights? 
Oh, there's one thing to be caught jerking off. It's embarrassing enough, but it can be forgotten about or, or flush on the table. Yeah. Over time, for you know, whether no matter who it is, whether it's you know, your a kid, your mother, or your girlfriend, or whatever. Yeah, I'll use busted. There's a certain level of embarrassment when you get caught using a flashlight. Oh, and, and and you know, it, 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 not only the embarrassment, you also have to deal with the. The, there's weird jealousy issues the girlfriend yeah yeah it's like am i not good enough well, like <laughs> am i not is that better than me or um or if you've ever had some uh um kinky or girlfriends or people or girlfriends that lose interest in you sexually they'll use that as an escape go use your flashlight or i'll use the yeah. flashlight on you yeah and and you feel abandoned or loose it gets really weird but anyways Fleshlight.com coming to a podcast near you. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll secure that and uh, we'll find out what's next on that. Yeah, there. It's one thing to get caught with a sticky Kleenex in your sheets. Yeah, but it's another thing to get caught with, with a, a flashlight. Fucking flashlight. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but is what it is. They do feel amazing. Yeah. And, uh, Fleshlight.com for fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> All right, guys. The podcast today was brought to you by Onnit. If you're not on it, get on it at www.onnit.com forward slash TFS podcast. Get some cardio. Get the Shroom Tech Sport. We're also brought to you by Buds and Leaves, Sovereign Extracts, and Smile Canada, Smile V Liquid, Smile Fucking Spray. Go check them out on Instagram. And that's the final shot. Boom. Boom.